Hey everybody, welcome to Multi-Multi, a podcast discussing the multitude of multi-site student ministry. My name is EJ Swanson, and I'm joined by two of my great friends, Miss Kim Schuler. Hello all. And Mr. Joe Crabb. Good to be back here with you once again, folks. We're so... Um, what so... an introduction, Joe. Wow, right? <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> Over the top. Yep. I'm excited, guys. Me. We're recording Appreciate this episode it. the day of See You at the Pole. So I've been up since, you know, 6 a.m. I went to Leon Bridges' concert the night before. So I'm, I'm rocking five hours of sleep. Did you get your Duncan today? I did. I, I, you know, America runs on Duncan. I run on Duncan. The church runs on Duncan. Did you see that they're moving away from Duncan Donuts and, and it's going, just going to be called Duncan? Yeah. My wife actually Ooh. tweeted out a, a, like, direct message conversation she had with Duncan's Instagram, like, a year and a half ago, and when she told them that they need to make their cups more Instagrammable, um, and they are now. They're going paper cups as opposed to styrofoam, and they just say Duncan on them. So you guys, I want you to know, you can change the world. That's what it looks like to be an Instagram influencer, I guess. <laughs> wow. <laughs> oh, One man. tweet at a time. But yeah, man, it's good to be back here with you guys, and I'm excited not just for what God did today across mm -hmm. the nation at schools and everything, but for the topic at hand. How could it not be exciting to talk well, about budgets? Budget. Everybody loves <laughs> budgets. Yes. And we are going to go right into it and um, go, go at a, a pretty high level view, but also go into some of the nitty gritty, the things that we've learned with multi-site and how we can do that better and what's worked for us. And we would, as always, love to hear any of your tips or tricks on budgeting and love to pass those around to other churches that are um, figuring out this multi-site student ministry yeah. uh, that all of us are in. So let's just um, dive in a little bit because for us, we have both budgets at the multi-site level and the campus level. So some come from the central uh, support yep. model and those would go into events and retreats and activities and curriculums and all those type of things but campuses also have individual budgets so why don't you guys set up a little bit of the framework for how our budgets work and we'll keep uh, plugging away at those yeah so each campus has their own specific budget within the ministries um, and so the Troy campus that Joe represents has their own student budget. And then within Central, I hold a budget that basically supports the campuses as well as just the Central Ministry for Students. So a lot of what my lines look like are the multi-site leaders development, leaders training across the board, uh, all the events, retreats, and mission trips that take place because all of those are all campus or multi-site uh, so I hold a lot of those tools as well as the development of curriculum um, and I think there'll be more room to expound on that in years future as we figure out what is actually needed again this is um, just for those of you who may be tuning in for the first time we just kicked off central ministries about uh, five months ago four or five months ago back here in May and um, with that, we're still figuring out some ins and outs of it and what is actually needed to support it. And so we are learning as we go. And I actually have a meeting tomorrow with the finance department to continue Ooh. to have those conversations as they're asking me, hey, I see you put money in this budget line and you have no money there. Where do you want that to come from? <laughs> 
always yeah. a fun yeah that's been part of the 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 process throughout it we have a new guy who's on staff two new guys who are on staff in that area um, they're all stars we are. one's a new position one uh fulfilled like uh you know somebody who had who had left but they're they're crushing it and it's great so really just helping with that process and um they're very kind and very gracious and very patient and um which is awesome to to learn from and to have those conversations with them but that was part of it you know we kind of had to uh the going from a main campus model to a central model our budgets were symbiotic uh when i would budget when we were planned for budgets for a retreat and we would only have one retreat line in that troy main campus model of a budget and that would cover troy's end of what they had to cover as a campus as well as the you know projection of additional expenditures from a multi-site level so we kind of had to sift through a little bit and and try to figure it out and of course you know you come up with a, a draft or redraft and so on and so it looks a little different by the time things are finalized but that's kind of where we're at uh with it of figuring out yeah hey what are the exact needs uh, because it was so intertwined what are the our campus needs and what are um, our central needs and so kind of using the similar things that we used before in the past for Troy as a campus that we provide for our other campuses in regard to a projected amount per student for small groups projected amount for student per retreat and so on and so forth but so so yeah. let me just ask that question so um, Joe, what you're saying is that we go in and we provide a basically a budgeting worksheet for our student pastors to then work with their campus team to come up with what we would estimate for specific activities or um, pieces of student ministry at their campus they they need. Can you give us a rundown on that? Yeah, gladly. So the framework for the budget tool is that red light, yellow light, green light philosophy in which we talk about. So the, the it has, you know, a red light thing. This is something that a campus, regardless of size or newness or anything like that, they want to make sure that they are budgeting for. So that would be, you know, things like uh, small groups, you know, your weekly gathering. Uh, it would be things like fall retreat, winter experience, our, our two milestone events that we have throughout the year for, for all of our students. And I think that we would probably even make an argument for, you know, what do you have in there to uh, pour in and develop and disciple leaders, you know, a leadership development line. We would even probably argue the, the need for an atmospheric enhancement, you know, how, you know to create those uh, spaces for those conversations to occur between leaders and, and students. So I think there'll be the, like those different facets that shape those things. But so we have a red, red light, yellow light, green light, um, m like marking for each. And then it's really like a retreat. It's usually pretty easy to determine what the um, dollar amount should be that each guy should set. We do it so what we we don't charge our students the full amount of what it would actually cost because so we're, we're offsetting that. We are offsetting because we don't want to price kids out right. um especially you think about it we have many families who have ki multiple kids either in high school so that's two three kids going on a retreat or two kids going on a fall retreat two kids going on a winter retreat mission trips uh and everything else so we be are very mindful of what that cost is and have been throughout the year so we always look to say hey you know 
it's currently it's twenty five dollars. Each campus is to 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 budget twenty five dollars per projected student that they have, and they project, you know, hopefully for growth and based off of you know the last two three years of how many students they had go on you know on that retreat and so on. But that is us taking the calculations of how much the camp charges us, how much. Uh, we rent school buses, uh, what the gas cost is, average cost of t-shirt, average cost of game supplies, and you kind of just pull that all together between and between what they pay, what a leader would pay, which is even less than what a student pays. We, it's the only thing that we ask our leaders to pay for um, so we can offset a little bit more of the cost and scholarship students, uh, more students to go on it. So that's those are kind of the retreats are probably a lot easier to say, this is what you know that real cost is um, of $25 per student offset by what they're also paying. Um, whereas like a, a weekly small group gathering, it really just, you're trying to, trying to gauge a little bit of what that would look like. And we've done things, I look at you know, what other comparable churches would budget and um, it just, it, it, it varies by size. But you know, I think we just, we look to have a set dollar amount to at least give a framework uh, for that campus to decide, hey, yeah, we should be budgeting this amount of money per student for a weekly gathering. So. And let's just notate that through that process, there's been times over the last five years as we've been sorting this out and figuring out that we would say to a campus um, from that kind of past central model, hey, you need $25 a student. And they come back and say, hey, we don't have that. And mm. then what we do is we, we would then challenge um, that campus pastor. We would work through that with finance to come up with a solution. So just because we say, um, whether it be from a central model or a campus model, hey, this, this is what you need, doesn't mean that that's just a, um, a given. Yeah. And we've had to sort through that, and there's been a lot of tension in that. So if you're yeah. there right now, call us, text us, tweet at us, because we, we feel you. Yeah, we feel yeah. you, and we've walked yeah. through that. We've kind of learned where we can push in and even what the right events are mm. to push in with. Now, now saying that, our budget process probably starts about six months ahead of time. Yeah. And yeah. Um, we start proposing where we need changes and things like that. Do you guys feel like that's enough time? It's only like halfway through the budget, how do you guys feel about that? Does that work? And then when do we roll out that document to a campus? And then how long is the, the whole process wrapping up? Yeah, so this will be my first year fully like hands-on with the budget. Um, it's something that Joe previously has really owned and led out very well with our team. Uh, so that's I'm a very, gonna, that's a very subjective way. <laughs> I would completely agree. I, I would Thank you too. guys. Thank you guys. Um, but it's, so I'll be learning a lot through this whole process, uh, and looking forward to it as much as I want to say, I'm looking forward to budgets. I don't know how that really goes is, together, it is, but it, is fun. Yeah. it should be fun. Yeah. Um, so with that being said, um, six months out, usually Joe has in the past gotten everything out to the guys in January. Uh, our fiscal year starts in May, so that gives every um, month from like January up until May um, to work on it. But approval time, when they have the budgets approved, Joe, that is usually by April, beginning of April, correct? 
Yeah. So once what happens is is that when we we bring out the like the the school year summer game plan um, that gets sent out to them along with the budget tool. So that way, uh, a campus guy or gal can sit down with their campus pastor and and walk through that. Together. Yeah, strategically plan out the year and say, hey, you know, this is kind of what it's looking like. This is what we had this past year. The campus guy or gal can hear from their campus pastor about vision strategy for the upcoming year. Uh, and so that way they can be aligned with them from everything from, you know, a programmatic uh, approach to things to a financial approach to things. And so uh, they have that conversation and kind of mark down then like the school year uh, and the summer, like what the, the calendar is going to look like for students uh, along with, you know, the campus to a degree. And then use that as the basis of like, okay, you know, based off this kind of tool and what we're seeing and what we spent last year, here's kind of what the budget looks like. And then that gets sent off. You know, the campus pastor puts that in their campus, you know, budget as they probably have similar conversations with other individuals in the department, which gets sent to, I think, finance and then a lead team and it gets approved. And usually, uh, or like, you know, you know, some insights given, some reworking has mm -hmm. to be done. You know, those conversations occur. And then, yeah, April, um, I would say that's when our leadership, our elders, and all those individuals said, okay, we're, this is the proposed budget we're going to put before the congregation uh, at our annual, annual meeting that happens in May. Right. And then mm -hmm. it's voted upon and approved per our church constitution of how we, uh, we approve budgets and so forth. So, so. So, Joe, Kim, from your perspective, if somebody's looking at um, putting out a new idea or something within that, I know you just touched on that a little bit, but they're, they're putting out a new idea and saying, hey, this next year of ministry, this is going to be a, um, a really big part of what we're going to do across all our campuses or at my campus, and it's going to cost money. How much time do they need to plan before the budgeting process to really flesh that out and come up with it? Before the budgeting process yeah. that starts in January? Yeah. I Yeah, go for it. I yeah. would say probably at least a month prior to that to like actually gather the purpose and like get their to be homework able to done. And, right. Right. Because yeah. you want to come in prepared with a reason of, Hey, this is where we're going and why we're doing this as a ministry. But most importantly, you want to be aligned with the church's mission as a whole and give them reason to why this is a win for the entire church, for the students to, XYZ, you know, like run with this ministry within soon ministry. Yeah, I would say I, I you know, so I think through my own my own frame of, of reference here for this campus is that, you know, last last summer, not the summer of eighteen, but summer of seventeen, we're looking at, hey, we've got to redo summer. And so that kind of then shaped a little bit of like, you know, we're thinking in August, we were having conversations back in August, the three of us of 2017, what summer 2018 would look like and begin processing oh, yeah. and thinking through some of that. So that way we could say, hey, Come this budget year, year, yeah, we yeah. need a little bit of an increase um, because we're going to be doing a weekly gathering and a post event after each Wednesday night. And so, you know, if we have 250 people here and we're looking to do ice cream one night and tie dye one mm -hmm. night and so on and so forth, you know, that's going to that's going to be, you know, uh, a bigger financial need yet. 
overall, it's going to provide greater community for students, a greater opportunity for discipleship, a more yeah. consistent, predictable rhythm for family. Like, there's a lot of wins in it. So I agree. You have to be thinking through whether it's, I think our, our desire, what you guys have heard before, before in the past of evaluating things like shortly after it happens does yeah. allow a guy to think through or us as a team to think through how do we need to change things for next year and perhaps one of the changes might you know those changes might drive a financial change or right. increase or decrease there's yeah. been things that we budgeted for in the past that we no We've longer pulled out yeah we, yeah. Pulled, we're like, we don't need money there which is right. always fun to put on there like you can remove this you know uh, wait for wait really yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> Well, we're going to spend it over here. You just didn't realize that. <laughs> You're just that. removing the line. We're just right, reality. Right, right. Yeah. So what, what happens mid-year when um, you see a brand new thing come out? You've already set your budget. You've made a plan for how you're going to spend money, but uh, you see a need in your community. Mm. You see that, wow, we really need to pour more finances, more resources into our small group leaders to bring them up to speed on this because this is happening or we really need to move in this direction mid-year because we've been having some crisis revolving around this. Yeah. What do you do in that moment? Well, I think something that might be unique to Woodside, I haven't looked at a bunch of different churches' budgets to know holistically is um, this a normal thing? Is this usually what majority of churches, how they run? But we we do have specific expense lines for pretty much everything we do. So, uh, you know, our finance department can keep expenses organized, which I appreciate. And I know at this, at the massive scale that we run, um, it's needed. Now at other churches or smaller churches, it may be uh, you just get a chunk of money and you're given and you're, they say like, here, you do can do whatever. Do with it as you please. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I think there's some flexi more flexibility within that where you can make a quick change and be able to spend it quicker or not have as much accountability to expense lines. On our end, I, I think communication is the key with this. Um, you know, I... I believe the finance department sees the mission of the church very yeah. clearly and wants to work side by side with every ministry here. And so even um, over the summer, just having conversations with them, you know, and saying, hey, I I know that there's a set amount in here, but I'm going to be going over due to the fact that, hey, Central's, this is the first year it's rolled out. We had more students than we expected. We had more expenses. Yeah. Oh, someone scratched one of the rental vans. Like, right. so they they anticipate never, those. Never, Kim. You've never done that. No, <laughs> it wasn't me this time. <laughs> um, but we we anticipate those. Yeah. Um, but the biggest thing is just having those conversations early and often as you can, and just being clear and honest and painting the vision and the win again for the church for the ministry for the kingdom as you proceed yeah i think it's just we're on the same team and like it's a blessing whether it's a a 500 budget or a fifty thousand dollar budget to be yes. able to have a budget we're like 
you know, you can go out and you can buy, you know, uh, you know, 200 fake mustaches. Like that's, in, that's right. and people are faithfully giving to, to your ministry um, and allowing and giving you that opportunity to be able to have fun with students and create retreat experiences in which life change can occur and develop mm. and disciple leaders. And so um, that's why like communicating, like the finance team is not the, they're not the bad guys. They are, they've been called by God to be good stewards of um, the generosity of his people. And so you know, we have to honor that. And the best yep. way to do that Amen. is by having honest conversation with them and saying, hey, you know, don't go asking for forgiveness instead of permission. Just say, this is kind of the reality. This is what's happening. How can we best move forward as, as a team? And I think you know, because of student and student ministry, youth ministry, we generally get a bad rep when it comes to budgeting and spending money. So you may have to be the person who changes the culture. And one of the best ways to do that is by being at the forefront of those conversations. Mm -hmm. um, one of the things that we do to help with that, though, yeah. is that we do a cost breakdown and an expense breakdown of what every guy has spent. So for retreat. Um, Kim will have an Excel document mm -hmm. that will uh, have on it a breakdown of what every person every person spent. And we've just communicated to our guys, if you're doing your credit card receipts, right, you're doing your statement at the end of the month and you want to expense something to fall retreat, then it has to be placed on this document. You have to communicate to Kim so we know what it was yes. and why you spent it. And a lot of times if someone's owning something like a large group game, they might have a budget that's set aside. Hey, you got $200 for prizes. You got yep. this amount of money for X, Y, Z. So that's already kind of set, but they still have to communicate what they spent and why they spent it. If they don't, it's communicated to them that the charge will go to their campus and that we will find a budget line to charge it to. So again, sometimes like you don't want to have to play those games, but you need to because you want to be a good steward and have an accurate understanding of what it was that was spent. Do you need additional funding for other yeah. things in the, in the year to come and so on? So it does give us really a good picture of, of what the needs are uh, and what those needs are even for a campus as they're looking to plan for their budget. How do we shape those numbers? By having that detailed sheet. Um, it just creates accountability and clarity uh, and allows you to have an informed conversation as opposed to if you ever get pulled into the office by a direct report or someone in the finance department like, why are you $7,000 over this line? Like, ah. <laughs> because that yeah. actually was another ministry that billed one of our accounts and we found it. No, there's, yeah. you know, there, that just happens sometimes. And there's also those moments where you do get in the middle of something, right? And you say, this could be really good. We have a ton of momentum here. Can we go over budget? In, yeah. that. in some churches, uh, they allow you to do that. Others say, no, we don't have the bandwidth to do that. We've been in situations um, in all of our timeline and you know tenure here where they've come to us mid-year and say, hey, we're freezing this line, this line, and this line. Mm -hmm. Or we've been in places where we've made a decision to uh, go back and say, hey, we're going to culminate all of your leadership development budgets, and we're going to put them into one pot, and we're going to do this, this, and this mid-year. And we've had to scramble and go, well, wait, we we're planning we're this planning or we were doing money. this yeah. or wait, that just happened. And we've also been in, in the place where 
um, leadership has come to us and said, hey, I think we're um, really on the right track here. Why don't we invest a little bit further yeah. here? And yeah. that's a blessing as well. Yeah. So, you know, no matter where you're at within that, th those moments happen and you have to be flexible. I think we always talk about that in student ministry, right? Yeah. There's those times it's like student ministry, kids ministry, whatever it is, the younger they are, the more flexible you have to be. And that comes yeah. with budgets too. Yes. And there has to be flexibility within it. I, I want to say like in driving that hard line, will you explain a little bit of like one of the hard lines you have to set in regard? We say, hey, a guy has to, has to um, budget $25 per student for retreat. Um, can you talk about your debt collection process? Hey, yo. <laughs> Tell, you know, what kind of Louisville, you, you, do you use a Louisville slugger? Do you use an aluminum mm. bat? You know, what, how are you, how are you breaking these? I prefer these? A, pa a paintball gun currently. <laughs> um, still haven't had to pull it out and use it yet, but I do have it down in storage. Um, no, so for post-retreat, post-hope week, post-event where we're doing those transfers, uh, I've currently set up a account transfer sheet where I have just shared with the guys, hey, please go in and put what account line you would like uh, transfers to come from. Um, I'm currently waiting on one more for our last event, um, patiently. Um, he's be, on vacation, so I've got to give him some <laughs> grace. Yeah. Um, no, but just being diligent in that uh, post-event, like hoping one or two weeks after to get that account line because our finance team also looks for it because they see all the charges and the, uh, you know, the debts coming in. And so just to reimburse that, I want to be diligent in that turnaround. Um, so just creating a central document that they, I want to put onus back on them of, um, them going in and editing it and putting in the account so I don't have to continually email as much, um, which has been very helpful. Now, something we run into at times, and we've run into this over the past year, is again, we're just transitioning um, into a central budget, is the fact that a campus may not have the expenditures or the finances to contribute to something that they had students at okay so so let me ask about that situation right yeah. there. what do you do when they don't have the money she bullies them <laughs> Seriously. i'm speaking of experience no, I'm joking. Yeah. <laughs> at this point because of the transition i've chosen to eat the cost okay um currently um with the hopes in conversations moving forward that the finances will be placed there for those campuses. Because I don't want it to just be overlooked that, oh, this is no big deal. I'm just going to, Central will always eat the cost. Um, but I want to be able to give the campuses the opportunities to have finances where they need them. Right. Because if they even have leftover finances, that's still finances that they can use. And so being able to set them up for success in that. Right. So, as, you know, just in the next gen role over those years, you know, what I learned in that moment, too, is you just have to document. Yep. Because when, that, yeah. when we know that. that a campus can't do X, Y, or Z, yep. but we still want them involved in the multi-site event or those type of things, the best thing you can do is have the data. So at the end of the budget year, whether that means you're over or um, 
you know, you at least have the opportunity to dictate to the finance committee, to leadership above you in those moments, this is why. And then if they want to be the collection agency or they want to look at that, then they can. But you're at least saying, hey, I was over budget for this event or in this line because of a campus who's just coming online, who's just onboarding, had a big shift, those type of things. You can at least give a description for that. Yeah. yeah, is there, uh, and from my, my experience, what you've shared before in the past, when you ask for a guy to give the account number for a retreat and so on and so forth, and they don't by a certain line, deadline, you're, you're, you are usually able to either like track down that account number oh, or just yeah. assign an account number. And, you I'm know, good even friends then, with the finance team. Yes, and like you said, <laughs> even just having that communication in regard to... Um, like, hey, when that does happen, communicating to that finance team so they're well aware. I did have a quick question for you, as you, you, because you said onboarding, like as a campus comes live and everything, have there been conversations yet as to like what that does look like, or are you looking to when you budget for next year say, hey, you know, executive pastor of campusing, are we looking at adding another campus or two over the next year, and if so, or based off of what these campuses weren't able to contribute, um, I. I'm going to budget here, or how much do you want me to budget if a new campus does come on? Like, what's been some of those conversations? If, like, as a, as a, because I'm sure you've thought about them. Yeah. Yeah, I think they've definitely crossed my mind. Conversations hasn't haven't really started yet with budgets, um, as much as, or I should say, they have a little bit. We've we started talking about budget tools across central ministries as a whole because they caught wind that we have these tools and students Mm -hmm. and a lot of the ministries are still developing a lot of those pieces. And so they are looking to us and asking questions uh, about these tools. Um, As far as like those particular items of uh, possible campusing and looking forward, those haven't come into question yet or haven't been talked about but I have a feeling my January is gonna be very booked with a lot of homework and conversations along that line (laughs) pie charts line graphs all that yes because we'll have a lot of work to do going into this next year knowing more of the realities and the expenses and hopefully being able to plan better for those opportunities to partner with the smaller campuses or what we call the tier one, tier two campuses yeah. and helping them with those financial pieces because we, we know the realities that stand. That's yeah. good. Yeah. Well, you know, I've, I'm sure we could talk hours and hours on this and stacks more and more. on stacks of time. Wow. Not that I want to. No, but I, I frankly <laughs> yes, don't. We but we knew that we had to hit it because it's a big part yes. of ministry. Well, and, and because a lot of times student guys, they don't. Right? They're not good at it. Yeah, or they're just, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. I get and, you. And yeah. I can say that all three of us in this discussion have learned a ton and we're continually learning. Yeah. Yes. We just keep asking different questions. And maybe you're going through the budgeting process right now. And before you present something to finance or you bring it before with a new budget, um, you know, you'd love to talk through some people with it. We would love to hop on the phone with you, chat through that, contact uh, Kim, Joe, myself. Yeah, We'd love do. to work through that with yep. you, say where we've um, 
you know, found money where we've put money into that's been really beneficial for us. So, so please do that. Reach out to us. You can do that on social media. Joe, will you tell them where? Yeah, follow us on all the platforms there. Uh, it's Multi Multi Podcast. That's on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. So please do send us messages, so on and so forth. Even email. You can email us at Multi Multi Podcast at gmail.com. Uh, had correspondence on email recently with one of our listeners and looking to potentially have him on a future episode there. So Awesome. Yeah. And I do want to mention there's an opportunity coming up um, in the next few months, at least our team is already planning for it, yeah. with um, not only some special guests, we're going to hear from um, some other people from Orange, other people, um, big names that you've known of that we've had the opportunity to glean a ton of info from. But we also have an opportunity for a multi-site uh, meetup. Yeah. Uh, not that we're hosting, but one of our friends from this podcast is. Joe, yeah. give us a little bit of info on that. Yeah, I'm. I'm excited about the next couple of weeks. We've got some some great guests on. Justin Herman from Control Chaos Podcast. Like you said, some of our friends from Orange and uh, a good friend of ours who just started up his own podcast, Brent Squires. Uh, I think it's called How Did They Do That? Uh, just talking about uh, just different guys and gals in student ministry and their story and how they got to where God has led them to today. And so he is hosting a multi-site summit uh, at the end of March. I believe it's March 25th through 27th. Uh, and it is going to, you can guys can actually, like, I think registration is live by the time this okay. episode drops. Uh, it's multisummit.org, multisummit.org. But uh, it's going to be taking place uh, in Jersey, a beautiful facility there called Harvest Cedars. Uh, we will be there. The three of us will be there. One of our other campus guys who's been the show with us before, Ben Hickson, will be there. Uh, and, you know, just multi-site guys and girls from uh, all across the nation, just opportunity for us to connect, have community. You've been a part of these similar things, these yeah. summits, these cohorts, so on and so forth. And I think one of the, the best things I hear from you is not just an opportunity from uh, individuals to learn from a certain speaker or anything like that, but really just to have community and have mm -hmm. these sorts of conversations mm -hmm. late night around tables and uh, you know, hanging out with one another, having that community and spending time in prayer and uh, just really seeing how God is moving in churches across this nation. So yeah, I'm excited awesome. for it. I'm really, really grateful for Brent and the work he's doing. And, uh, on this and just in general out there in Maryland. So Amen. thanks, brother. Well, you know, it's a great opportunity to, to can you continue to just talk with you guys about this. Um, Joe Kim, thanks for the wisdom today. I'm glad that, you know, we were able to do what we're doing. If anything that um, we've talked about has resonated with you, again, if you have any questions, give us a shout. Our vision is just to help you in the local church continue to do ministry and honor Christ with um, what God has laid before you. Um, we love you guys. God loves you so much more. Have an awesome day. God bless you. Bye.